What is up, golf addicts? Thank you for downloading the Tour Junkies podcast presented by Roto Grinders. Rotogrinders.com is the place for all the tools needed to dominate your DFS contest. We have got another great episode for you this week, aiming to make all your screens green and provide a few laughs along the way. If you enjoy what we do, support our efforts by going to the tourjunkies.net website and buying some TJ gear from our new shop. We've worked hard on it and we're proud of the new site and swag. So one last thing before we get into this week's content, our podcast gains more traction on iTunes when our faithful listeners like you take just a moment to leave us an iTunes review. If you've not already, please take just a second and leave us that honest iTunes review. We would appreciate it. Thanks again for hitting the download button on this week's episode and enjoy the show. Right now, join T-Mobile and get an unlimited family plan with Netflix included so you can watch in more places than ever before on your phone, tablet, or TV. Plus, buy one Samsung Galaxy S9 and get one free with 24 monthly bill credits so you and your family can binge your Netflix favorites on your new phones. Call 1-800-T-MOBILE or visit a store today. Unlimited data on their network. Video streams at 480p. Small fraction of customers using over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speeds. If you cancel balances due, well-qualified customers, full price, 720 plus tax. Finance agreements required. Netflix for two screens. Terms apply. I'm going to do this interview. Oh. What's up, man? you got you got to do this interview. Is that how it goes, JP? <laughs> What's up? What's that, what do you mean you got to do this interview, man? You You get to do this interview. <laughs> uh man y'all heard that huh bummer <laughs> i gotta do i gotta do this interview with these two jackasses that troll me on twitter all the time <laughs> no i just got out of the deer stand where uh we put a, a couple we got four new tires for the, for the four-wheeler so i was out here just i didn't know if y'all wanted me to call in at noon or now or whatever so no nah, man it's been a wild day we're sorry for the confusion um Pat is working his real job. I'm working my real job uh, at TPC Sawgrass right now. So um, it's a tough life, but somebody's got to do it. Yeah, that's um, too bad, dude. Feel bad for you. Yeah, me. I know. I know. <laughs> Pat's the lucky one, really, in this relationship. Well, I'm um, not really that much work, though. No, no, you're no, not at all. Not at all. So how things so what's been, up, man? guys? Uh, it's been hanging, dude. We did the we did Spieth Foundation deal the other day. Uh, I've been hunting a bunch, uh, playing a little golf here and there. Yeah, all right. right there and under the tree right there. Um, <laughs> just been just been living, dude. Hey, I love the fall, you know. Golf's really yeah, tearing it up yeah. over there. Golf's really on the back burner, and I'm uh, playing one more tournament, just playing in Mexico, and that's it. So, got my okay. bachelor party next week. Bro, yeah. So, congratulations since we've talked to you uh, technically on the podcast. So, if our listeners don't know, uh, you are engaged. You have somehow also managed to drug or dupe um, Amanda, right? Is it Amanda? It is. Don't act like and you didn't you- know that either. <laughs> into, <laughs> into into marrying you now so congratulations man and the bachelor yeah, party tell us about that what's on deck for that biggest win of my life um we're going to cabo next yeah. week uh we're going wednesday through sunday 
I think there's 12 of us, maybe 14, something like that. Anybody but, we know? Anybody we would know? Yeah, Lou, Andrew Loop's coming. Uh, okay. Kelly Kraft, was, he's in my wedding, but he can't come. He's playing Mississippi. And, uh, oh. Miley Kaufman was going to come, but he's going to play too. So uh, just, just mm-hmm. Loop. Andrew's going to be there. Um, and a bunch of other guys that you would be honored to know if you actually had met them. You know, John, I will tell you, though, you're you're pretty important to us because uh, right before we were supposed to get on the phone call, you know, I was kind of summing it up with our boy Fred Funk, the old Funkster, and I had to leave him to come talk to you. Wow. I'm honored. I know. What, uh, yeah. what have I done to deserve this um, <laughs> treatment? Punishment. Punishment? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that'll be awesome, man. That's that's going to be fun. You guys, I'm sure, will have a good time. Um, you guys are getting married when? December 30th. Okay. That's what happens, man. When you get engaged or you get you get hurt, you get you get hurt on the PGA Tour. You get a bunch of time on your hands, and you make crazy decisions. Get engaged. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's what's happening right now, and it's pretty slow. Life's pretty slow for me right now. I kind of like it. Yeah, that's good. Hey, and I think if you get married on December 30th, you still get to claim your your tax, your income taxes as marriage, right? Like filing jointly? Is that a benefit? I don't know. I I have yeah. not thought about that, but that's great because I've negative like 50 grand this year, so maybe I'll yeah. just be able to. Maybe hey, maybe I'll get paid this year from the government. That'd be sweet. Nah, yeah, I don't know about that. You might be pushing it there, buddy. Well, I could claim um, the Donald Trump uh, loss for the next couple of years, I guess. I could, I could use that loophole, right? True. <laughs> True. Pat, you wanna you wanna ask some of the questions we had planned, or you just wanna keep winging it? No, I'm yeah, I'm good. I actually want to hear more about. Uh, JP's LSU Tigers. I mean, what do you what do you think about them this year and the and the left miles firing? Um, we were all pulling for miles to be fired last year. Um, at least the LSU faithful were. You know, all of our everybody that follows closely and knows who the assistant coaches are and all of the decisions that Les made over the years. You know, as far as coaching staff goes have been good for the most part. But the problem was that he overruled everything they'd say during the game. So he would he would mm. call the plays and nothing changed. Like we wouldn't have any uh spontaneity. Like all of our we'd we'd open with a run left or run right cornet every time, right out of the eye formation. And it was the easiest thing ever to stop. We'd start with that on every drive. So it was nice against Missouri in uh Coach O's second game, he just aired out a bunch. You know, I think we scored 47 points or something. We we should have shut them out. They scored some crap points at the end. But uh, I think we're going to be fine. If, if if he wins eight games this year, he'll stay. Or if we beat Alabama. Either one of those happen, I'm sure Coach O will, will get a multi-year deal with, with us. And we'd love that because he's a great recruiter. He's a great defensive-minded coach, and he's hired some excellent people to help him on offense. And they're actually doing their job instead of getting overruled by the head coach. So it's nice to kind of have uh, proper people doing their job. You don't think they're going to make a run at the uh, 
Houston cut. I think they're going to go with Coach O. I'd love, dude, Tom Herman is our first choice, but I don't think we can afford him. I think Texas will have the finances necessary to get him. I mean, I don't think we, I don't think we can outbid them. We just had to pay less miles, twelve and a half million dollars, just to fire him. So uh, I don't think I don't think we can afford Tom Herman right now. I'd, I'd love for us to be able to, but the, the state is as broke as any state in the country. So uh, I don't I don't think we can quite quite swing that one right now. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, you mentioned you had a lot of downtime over the last summer. Any uh any particular projects that you worked on similar to spray painting the Bronco? No, I've actually put it on Craigslist for like two months now. And, uh, I've had a couple hits on it. <laughs> People just keep lowballing me. I've, I've got it on there for 10 grand. And I get messages like almost daily for $2,000 or for like 1500 bucks. And it's, it's just so, it's almost offending you know, so I don't even answer these people. It's like, man, I have so much money into this thing. Like, don't offer me fifteen hundred dollars. Come on, can't even buy a set of tires for that. So they do like oh, four why? grand and some frozen deer meat or something. Yeah, they they offer like a deep freezer, like fifteen chickens <laughs> and five hundred dollars, yeah. and you're just like, man, no, I don't want any of that. I don't even. Why, why are you? Why are you selling it? I mean, this, that thing is classic. Yeah. The ice Dude, terror wagon. It is. It really is. It, it <laughs> might be bulletproof. I haven't shot it, but it might be. Uh, it, it. I like it a lot. I like driving it. I mean, it's super fun to drive. I just never use it. I, I never, never take it out for more than you know five miles a week at max. Mm. So somebody else could oh. get it. it. Could use it as a daily driver, and it'd be it'd be great for them. But. Uh, it's just sitting in my driveway. I'm worried. I don't want you to start any bad habits because, you know, when I first got engaged, married, I had a boat and I got rid of that boat within the first year. So, you know, now I have a boat again now, but I mean, it took 10 years. So just don't get in any bad habits, you know? Okay. All right. I might just take it off Craigslist then. I've been debating. (laughs) I just need someone to push me over the edge. Listen, man, the tour junkies, we've already given you tax advice, uh, marital advice. What else? What else do you get out of a podcast? No, Um, you're right. You're right. I should quit now. So we talked talked to your boy, Josh Gregory, um, you know, who who coached uh, at at ASU here for a while and and led him to two national titles. And he was telling us about his work with you and – you know that you've been working on the short game a good bit so tell us about the the deal with josh and how that's been going and let's talk golf for a second and um and kind of what you feel like is better about your game going into this season uh than last year other than the fact that your wrist probably feels better i would assume uh, yeah so why don't you talk about that um, this year we started working together in may i think right when i was able to start hitting balls May or June, uh, and I'm I don't do very well when I'm on my own. You know, I don't I need a coach, someone there to kind of keep me between the lines because uh, I'll get yeah. distracted and start working on the wrong things, and, uh, start hitting huge pull hooks and aiming way right. That's that's what my tendencies are. So 
uh, we just we just set a, a practice plan up that, that kept me accountable every day to you know accomplish something while I'm practicing at home. Because you know you can practice all day long, you sit out there for nine hours with balls, but really, what are you doing unless you've uh, like checked things off a list? You know, and we've, we've right. really really zeroed in on trying to use our time more efficiently. And he's an expert at that. I mean, obviously, when no offense to Augusta State or anything, but when you get two national championships at a school like that, competing against Oklahoma State, Texas, yep. LSU, these big schools that all you know having no hard times getting recruits, you're doing something right, and yep. you're obviously good at your job. So I thought it was a no-brainer. I mean, he's, in my opinion, the best college coach in the last. 25 years, you know, that that's coaching wow. college, maybe with the exception of Mike Holder. Uh, but he's great. And uh, we don't really get too technical because I'm, I struggle when I get too technical. So we just keep my swing, you know, keep a video of when it was good and try to replicate that when it's bad. Go yeah. back to it. And then we just do mostly short game and uh, chipping and putting and, you know, I played the entire year on the PGA Tour last year not knowing how to chip. I had no idea how to chip. I was hmm. terrified when I missed the green. I, I putted from 40 yards. I had to fly <laughs> on the green. Just yeah. ugly. It was really bad. So um, he's got me, uh, got me a proper wedge, and we, uh, he's taught me the proper technique of how to chip. And, uh, I didn't play very good in that, but I guess last week, um, but that was all ball strike. I hit it terrible, and I shot 40 on my first nine back off injury. So, other than the first nine, you know, other than the 40, I was five under, and uh, you know, I played fine. But that first nine holes really, really killed me. And it was all ball striking because I had neglected it, just working on my short kick. So it was good for me to kind of see where I was at in that regard. Well, I mean, I could understand. I mean. First tournament back after an injury. First tournament of the year. You know, I could see the front nine being tough anyway. Just even just mentally, kind of trying to get back into that competitive golf. But um, you know what was wild about it too it was like I was second tee time on Thursday. I was seven forty, uh, first seven thirty, and there's like four people on the tee box. I mean, there's no one out there that early. The sun just came up, and like yeah. maybe it's forty degrees outside. I mean, it's cold. And I'm shaking, like I'm terrified. There's no one around. Like it was amazing how nervous I was for for really nothing. I mean, I, yeah. I played. I don't know how many tournaments I've played on the PGA Tour. Played maybe seventy or eighty tournaments on the PGA Tour, and I don't. I can't remember a time other than my first shot at the Masters that I'd been that nervous. And there was no one around. Really? Yeah, it was just a year off from a tournament. tournament wow. play that uh. You know, I had had the nerves going. So Yeah. That'll get it you. was weird. I don't know if Josh talked to you, but we asked him, you know, he was talking about when you guys practice that he likes to he likes to make it fun and like give you challenges and give you things, you know, like kind of make it competitive on the practice range. Is that accurate? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So we asked him if there was like something we could set up where the tour junkies give give you a challenge or Josh gives you the challenge, but we set kind of the parameters of what happens if you successfully accomplish the challenge 
and what happens if you don't? Would that be would that be something you're up to doing if we figure that out? I think that'd be fun. You mean like a tournament challenge? No, 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 no. Like a practice challenge. Like you're on the range with Josh. You're working on uh, something. Okay. And, and yeah, and Josh uh, maybe he can take a video or something, and we'll just we'll throw something out there. And if if you execute on that challenge, then we'll we'll do something for you. And if you don't, you do something for us. <laughs> All right. Depending on what it is, it's probably down. <laughs> well, to of that. course, yeah, yeah, of course. We're, we're not gonna, we're not gonna, you know, do anything wild. But Josh got really excited about that. But I don't know. I guess he didn't do anything about it after, and we didn't think of anything. So we'll we'll figure something out. You guys got to get a little more creative. Come on. I know. I know. Well, I'm the create. I'm the creativity of the tour junkies. I don't know if you know that. So it's all. <laughs> I'm freaking drained, and I need Pat to have a creative synapse fire every now and then and so maybe he can he can do that how huh, fast i'm just a Come on, Pat. you know i just tick off the tour pros and get them get, have to say apologies and and things like yeah, that that's true yeah. that's true pat <laughs> pat lands a lot of talent by putting his foot in his mouth that that has helped us actually <laughs> tremendously um hey anyway uh, you, you were mentioning earlier though being nervous on that first tee. I'm kind of curious to know because you did play a few web.com events leading up to that. And then you see, you look at the guys that are coming on tour now, the the top 30 or whatever. What's the biggest difference for them, you know, stepping up to the PGA Tour? I mean, obviously getting a little bit more nervous, but, you know, it, it, that, that just surprised me a little bit because you did have a little bit of warm-up leading up to that event. Yeah, it's, it's, the PGA Tour is a different animal. It just is, um, you know. The Napa course isn't hard. No, wouldn't say it's in the top half of the hard course, you know, or, or even close on on tour. But you know, when you're standing on the first tee, it doesn't matter if there's no people around, you know, and or hundreds of thousands of people around. You don't feel like you've prepared correctly for it. You're going to be nervous, you know. And I hadn't felt 100 percent you know, leading up into that one because maybe I slacked a little bit on my preparation or, I mean, we bought a house the week before and we're moving and there was just, I had a bunch on my plate. Uh, but yeah, I had a couple of web.com events before and I played well in Cleveland. I actually played well in Kansas city minus one round two. Um, but I didn't feel those were, you know, I didn't quite take the momentum from Cleveland to stand up. I was, it was like a three or three and a half week break. And that's when everything was handled as far as uh, moving and, and selling my house, buying the new one. And we had showers and couple showers and, and all sorts of stuff going on that I was distracted from. And uh, I'm not going to blame everything on that, but I'm saying I didn't quite prepare like no, I did yeah. have for Napa. <laughs> and that's the reason I was so nervous is because I didn't, I didn't prepare the way I should have for the event. Um, and that that coupled with not playing in here on on the main tour uh, probably had something to do with it as well. But at least I know now, you know, after this first nine holes, I settled down and, and played well for the remaining thirty or twenty seven holes. Uh, I know now how to prepare, you know, and and how to, you know, how to. I, I knew before then, but I just didn't do it. So. Um, I'll make sure that I get it done this next time because I don't obviously don't want to open with forty again. 
we're we're now at the one year anniversary of your Happy Gilmore shot off first tee in Malaysia. Um, what have you learned since then? And what do you? What are? Why are you not there? First of all, did you not get invited back because of that, or you just it, it was just being <laughs> taking the year off the tour last year? No, they they take it. They take that field straight off the money list or FedEx Cup uh, money list. And I mean, I played twice last year, so uh, yeah, obviously okay. it wasn't wasn't high enough to get in. But uh, yeah, no, I, I'm hoping that the guy that's in last place Saturday night, yes. I'm, I can't yes. wait to tweet at him and tell them, you know, yes. you got you got a thousand bucks if you happy go more it off the first tee tomorrow. <laughs> and you Dude, have we to have should proof. do we should do a. We should do a Kickstarter campaign for that or something. Like, we'll just step in. You got to keep that tradition going. And just got to keep going. I mean, <laughs> through with all the all the Asian minds out there. They're like, what is going on with these last place Americans or whoever it may be? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I, I saw that uh, David Hearn was in last after the first round. And he came <laughs> back a little bit. And he's not in last yeah. anymore. So we'll see who it is. And if it's. If it's someone like Colt or uh, yeah. Pat Perez or someone like that, I'm I'm sure they would do it. It'll too, happen. It depends on the on the person for sure. Watch it's it's gonna be freaking Shing Shang Shang or something. You're just gonna be screwed. I know. Like it's, I know. It's gonna be a, a, he's not even gonna be able to read your Malaysia. tweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, right uh, now it's right now it's Danny Chia and he is uh He's three uh, okay. clear of, of last. Uh, I don't know. Do you have his number on your on your phone? I don't. I don't know the Danish here. Uh, you don't know we him. Might, we might have to Google that one. Or it could be um, SSP Chowrasia. He, he's. I think he's kind of down there. The the Chow Dog. He might do it. <laughs> he might. He might do well, it. Well, we might have to, to tweet at old Chowrasia see if he's got. Yeah. He's got the stack it was, to do it. <laughs> If it was Bodich, Bodich would definitely do it. He would definitely Bodich do it. Bodich would, yeah, he would totally. He was at Speed Steel the other day. He's the greatest. Oh, he was? They did yeah. let the general public in that event, didn't they? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, he, I think he tweeted out before, it was like, Beat the Pro Day or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just the greatest. Uh, he is an absolute card, man. That guy is, is a lot of fun. He's got a great attitude. You guys, I, I bet you guys would get along. You guys do get along probably pretty well. Yeah, um, we do. <laughs> well, you know, a couple of last questions here. You know, talk through the schedule. So you said you're playing Mexico in the fall, and then that's kind of it. And then what's your next event back? Yeah, we're going to play Mexico. I love the golf course there. Uh, I played good there two years ago. I don't remember what I, I think I was right around 20th. Um, so I played all right, but I love that place. And then we're going to, we're going to, be done until Stony, unless I win Mexico. We'll be done until Stony, and then we're going to play a lot in the spring. We're going to play the whole West Coast minus Pebble, and uh, come back and play all of them on the Florida swing. So we'll play probably eight of nine weeks straight in January, February. So nice. we're going to play a lot when the when the calendar turns over. So the course in Mexico, Playa del Carmen, is that the same course they play every year? Or is it a different course? It's the same one. Do you know? Yeah. Is it the same one? Uh, Mayakoba. Okay. So what do you what what kind of player 
fits that golf course. Give us a little edge here. Uh, you need a guy with a low ball flight. You need a good ball striker. Okay. Windy. Um, I, I wouldn't say a, sh- a guy with a great short game is going to do well there because it's it's very easy to chip. The, the grass is through your grass. So the ball sits up tall. <clears throat> easy to chip. And the greens kind of get a little bumpy in the in the, in the afternoon. So uh, I would go with guys or guys with a low ball flight. Uh, maybe a Texan. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, Chad Campbell should do well there. I mean, that's the guy mm. that I'm thinking of when I'm when I'm talking about this. Low ball fly, love striker. Uh, love some sneaky Chad Campbell. Good. He's always he's always cheap and sneaky. That's what I like Look, about Chad, him. Chad Campbell, Lucas Glover, uh, guys yeah. like that that pedigree. Hey, you know, actually, last year when we had you on. We asked you about the web.com guys coming up, and we were like, tell us, you know, kind of a name that's not, you know, kind of a sleeper name that you think will do well. And you nailed it, man. You said your buddy, your buddy, uh, Andrew Luke, who, who had a great year. Um, yeah. Do you, do, yeah do you have anyone, you, you got another one of those for us this year? Any, any of the guys you know out there that you think are maybe flying a little more under the radar that could pop? Mm, I mean, I don't know if that, uh, that Grayson Murray is under the radar or not, but he's pretty impressive. I actually don't even know him, but been around him a couple times with those web events that I played and play behind yeah. me. He hits it forever and seems like a confident kid. Um, but I don't really. I've been out of touch with the with the younger guys yeah. recently. I don't. I'm getting to near old, thirty, man. and and I don't really know him as like I used to. So uh yeah. Holly Schneider James is great, obviously. I think I think Wesley Bryan could be good. Um I'm not sure. He may be a little overhyped. Well I have one last question. Um so John what is the plan at, at John Peterson's estate on November eighth? What's what's going down? On November eighth? Yeah. Is that the Alabama game? <laughs> no. Uh, I believe November 8th is the election day. Oh, okay. So it's like right around November 8th. Is the Al- yeah, it's right around there, too. Yeah, it is. It is um, around there. I, you, know, you know who I'm voting for. Pretty obvious. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just um, want to know, like, are you, are you having a party? Are you having a cookout? Are you going to be glued to the TV? Are you not going to care? What, you know, what's I mean, the... What, I don't really like either one of the candidates, dude. To be right. honest with you, um, I'm just going to vote for the one. I'm going to vote for the one that says dumb things and hasn't done dumb things. So, <laughs> that makes it pretty yeah. obvious to me. Yeah, I like it. I don't know if you're having like a big. I could see you having like a big, uh, like Americana. Everybody's wearing their '90s American flag gear. You're grilling out, you're drinking beer, and you're just watching results come in and hoping that it goes the way you want it to go. But I guess I could do that. Maybe but I, I just don't think it will go the way I want it to go. Yeah, I, I know. I know. I'm becoming, I'm becoming less confident of that as well. Actually. Yeah, um, I, I don't, I don't have good feelings about it. But if if I did, I would, that would definitely be something I did. That would be what you would do. Awesome. Yeah. Well, well cool, man. Uh, listen, I got to get back to Fred Funk. Um, Pat has to go do something not creative, and uh, we appreciate your time. 
as, as always. Problem. And have fun at the have fun at the bachelor party, man. That's gonna be great. Congratulations again on the uh on the wedding. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah. And I'll we're gonna be to... pulling for you at the at my October. Okay. Cool. I I'll try to put some bachelor party uh videos and stuff up, but uh Yeah, you got keep, a hashtag for that yet? Like, to myself. No, no, of course. Yeah. No, we don't yeah. we don't have a hashtag. We we, you, you, yeah, we gonna, we're not we're like cat. We couldn't be creative enough. <laughs> <laughs> you, you gotta you gotta troll the you gotta troll the SB two K sixteen group a little bit, right? Like yeah, I mean do, uh, do, obviously it'll be more fun than that. So I mean, that's, by the way, that's yeah, we didn't, we didn't talk about we didn't talk about your trolling of the poor social media girl that runs the PGA Tour and Web dot com tour. Twitter account <laughs> that you love to harass on a daily basis. I love it. Oh yeah. Do you get do you get notifications every time they tweet? I'm like, he's always the first comment, and he's like, oh yeah, that was real smart. <laughs> Great caption. It's always the most sarcastic, <laughs> condescending butthole thing you could say. I love yeah, it. I mean, they, they uh, they're just trying to make golf interesting, and I get it. It's almost yeah, impossible yeah. to make golf interesting, so. I just like I love to give them a hard time because it's just they're trying as hard as they can and it's still not yeah. working. So you I didn't want the web.com. Yeah, you didn't want the web.com the other day. I was dying. It was something about it being so clever or like how'd you guys think of that or something? <laughs> I loved it. Uh, uh, you know who's yeah. a, a stupid Twitter follow like that is Louis Ustazen's account. I don't know if you ever look at that, but I swear to you, it is like the most obvious hey, I'm a player and this is my Twitter account, but I've never looked at my Twitter account. Like, he tweets stuff that no player is going to tweet. Like, if you scroll through the timeline, it's the dumbest thing ever. Like, I, you could not convince me in a million years that Louis Houston has ever tweeted from that account. <laughs> well, I don't Just have any else tweeting from mine, so it's always <laughs> Clearly. <be>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool, man. We, we appreciate it. I uh, hope you had a good good morning. Uh, we didn't ask you how your hunt went, but hopefully it was a good time. Thanks for yeah. Thanks for jumping on the podcast as always. No problem, guys. Enjoyed it.